gentlemen, welcome to the Zealand podcast. Now that uh, the entire everybody that I do podcasts is actually uh, I do podcasts with, they've all moved since the last time we we kind of did podcasts together, and it was twenty good minutes. Obviously, is the one with Ben, and he settled in. Uh, we did one episode, and he promptly got sick. So I don't know if this is a good sign for you, Reese, because of course the Zealand podcast is now making its <laughs> triumphant weekly return as well. Because we have settled in. Are you feeling are you feeling healthy? Is there any onset of sickness? I'm trying to figure out if I'm a plague well, virtually. I'm I'm being honest right now. I've I've just sort of come to the back end of being sick, but it's one of those where I don't seem to be able to kick it right now. So fingers crossed this podcast doesn't turn it up into third gear again and I get sick again, but we'll see, you know? Yeah. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to see what happens there. <laughs> We're trying. The interesting thing about this podcast <laughs> is that when we get on a call. We usually just kind of start talking and I'm like, okay, now we should, now we should put, we should put a beginning on the podcast so that people, we, we can just keep talking because this is essentially the content the podcast was made for. But I suppose some introductions are in order because for those that don't know, we have added to the, to the Zeme, the Zealand team, uh, the, the brand, uh, whatever, the group of people that help put cool <laughs> things together. Uh, we added Tom, who is the, the animator for the videos he animates all this interesting cool stuff we added gadget i don't know if we even made a podcast last time we talked about maybe having a stream editor or something and gadgets the guy turns out all the episodes and everything and mm -hmm. uh smug who's is in training right now is actually going to help I, i've never told reese this it is going to help get a tiktok off the ground gasp Ooh. i know that's my newest that's my newest project i'm always doing about seven things or at least yeah. i actually had a moment the other day where i forgot and i know this won't surprise you i forgot <laughs> about something that i had told somebody to work on until they came back yeah. to me like i just forgot about i forgot that it was one of the things i was working on yeah no surprise there no surprise i think that's something that um that's very normal i think i'd be more surprised if you remembered to be honest you want to know what it was? I, I know <laughs> it, the, this is Here we go. this is like the Connoisseurs podcast. So if you're listening to this, you are going to know about this before the video comes out. But I think I, I think I told you about this now. Is we the what I forgot about was I had brought somebody in who was very good at making skins for Football Manager, and we've been working on a project to make a Zealand skin for FM. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, like I, I haven't decided. I haven't actually yet started up Football Manager 22. I'm waiting for the skin. You see, aha, that's <laughs> I'm waiting for the skin. <laughs> no. I am. Yeah, it's not. It's like the big feature I was looking for. You know, you had all these feature releases. I watched all your videos. I promise. Um, I watched all these videos. I was like, oh, features look pretty cool. And then boom, Zealand skin. I was like, now I've got to buy it. I bought it using code Zealand on. Um, is there a description on this thing? Oh, wait, you, you're talking about the actual FM22 game. Because you can't get yeah. the skin yet. I haven't released the skin yet. No, exactly. That's why I haven't played the game yet. That's uh, what I mean. This is the headline feature for me, Zealand skin. Yeah. Well, the, the idea behind it basically <laughs> was to make... So it actually links to all of the beginner's guide videos and links to other videos inside of the skin. So, like, you can... And they're not not in an intrusive way, but they're there. So like you can yeah, as click, an option. Exactly. You can click on them and, and watch them, which I'm assuming when people are playing on like a toaster computer is really gonna ruin their day. It's like gonna crash their computer or something because it's gonna try and open YouTube while they're playing football manager. But that's something I just now <laughs> thought about. Uh, and you while know, they're toasting the toast at the same time. Or toasting the bread technically. 
it's all, it, <laughs> yeah, we're toasting. We're, we're toasting the bread. That's we're just trying to turn the heat up to eleven. Like you can cook your egg on like the battery on the back of the computer. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, then there's also this this super annoying feature in FM22 where you can't see the attributes in the scouting. So we fixed that. And there's a bunch of other tweaks. You have to watch the video to get to get all the tweaks. But the the general idea that it's going to be you know cool and stylish and every other thing that I'm that I'm not. The skin is, it was actually the thing I forgot. Enhanced was like, hey, boss, finish the beta version. And I'm like, ah, right. <laughs> yes. Nice. And of course, I've been waiting. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, he could have never mentioned, messaged me again. And he's great. He's great. But like, with all the move in Alaska and everything, he could have never messaged me again. And I would have never, maybe five years from now, wasn't I working on a skin? Oh, well, I don't yeah, somebody would be like, you know what you should do, Zealand? You should make a skin. You're like, uh, uh, like, <laughs> is like I should probably message him back. <laughs> yeah, the, ske the skeleton under the water meme that's yeah. like enhanced waiting to hand me the skin. Though. I, I, I provided I is... the back door so that he could send me a message, basically. It, it's sort of just like a side effect of, I think, your crazy life, really. You know, it's like, you're constantly trying to find one thing here, one thing there. Like, oh, we could make this better and we could do this. And I think you do try and like sort of do as much as you can. And I think, it, you know, it's working so far. And luckily, no, he messaged is. you about the skin. So we've still got it. But again, there's so many things coming out of like, like, dude, I, I like I'd say I'm probably one of the most, you know, I, I'm trying to give a better word to explain it. But, you know, like in terms of the inside man. I'm probably like one of the most inside men and I don't know half the stuff you're working on because <laughs> I know half of it that I'm like working on myself or helping with or stuff like that. But there's so many other things you're working on that it's, it's impossible to, to keep up with everything. Yeah, you know? it's, it's just an absolute, it's a mess. It, the, the real, the real crux of it is I just, I was so excited for all the free time I would have when I was full time and now all of a sudden it just it just vanishes. I'm like, I have no idea where, where the free time was, that I assumed was gonna be here. Like, how did I do this when I was in school? It's the same all all the thought processes a lot they're like all along the same lines. Like, oh man, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I've I've got to like take a deep breath, find it yeah, I'm sure I've got a call. You know, Spectrum's trying to charge me for something they're not supposed to charge me for. It takes me two days to call them because I'm streaming or making a video from nine to five on each <laughs> yeah. of the days. It's like I call them at four fifty-five. Hey, you still there? Like, get the last person in the call center so they can not have to pay for whatever they're trying to make me pay for. It, yeah. It's, I mean, it doesn't always work too because there was a very recent example of me just investing in just a boatload of money or like a load of money into. Uh, just something that didn't end up working. And that was the, the like NFT card thing. I don't know if you know anything about this. I've, I, I know very limited amount, but for the sake of the podcast, please do right. explain it, it to it, me anyway. So I wanted to come up with a way to memorialize Oriental Dragon, right? It had gone well into yeah. the future. People loved the save. A lot of regions became really famous. So like, okay, I can do this. I'm not going to infringe on the name, image, and likeness of real players, or we're just not going to infringe on the the visuals of the club we we're just going to make you know a jersey that looks like what we were wearing but it's not their jersey and obviously because the jersey in the game is also not their jersey because football manager doesn't have the rights to that either and so it's fine yeah. and what we did was uh there was a graphic artist i typically just kind of stay in touch with uh, three or four graphic artists for various things mm -hmm. and he made a mock-up of like a card it's like basically a, a player card. You get a deck and it's a card and it's a 10 second video of the card going back and forth and it's got the player's signature on it and he was able to take the face 
because obviously we had the faces from the face pack and put it on a body and so they were doing right it's a normal card just got height weight position number whatever uh with their flag in the background of like whatever nation they're they're from and it's it was just really cool it's one of those things where i nerded out on and so i ordered one for yeah. uh, i basically was hey make one for all these people it gave them a list of like uh 25 people or something and it was uh you know <laughs> i thought it was gonna work it just didn't work like it's i do this with videos too where i'll release a video and i think it's gonna work and it just didn't uh so i what i wanted to do was release them as nfts which is basically just a one hold on there's a there's an ambulance going by uh they're, they're right. <laughs> new york baby <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> So, so, okay, how do we get these cards to people? Like, right, I'm having these cool cards made, but what is the only way that I can release these cards and people that want them can get them and I can also get my money back for paying the guy to make the cards? I did, you know, I was paying him 50 bucks a card because it's like not an easy, he's basically drawing a person and has to make yeah. it look real, etc. So there was not an easy design thing. And so I threw a bunch of money at him, did that. And then you know, we kind of announced it on stream, but... Uh, we were working with this website, it's like this NFT marketplace, that it's just the barrier to interest, the in, the barrier to entry on that stuff is so high. You have to validate your account with like a picture of your driver's license or your passport, yeah. right? You have to buy digital currency, then you have to buy a different digital currency with that digital currency, and then you can bid on the card. And after you do all yeah. that, the card was I initially listed at 50 bucks because that's what I paid for it, basically. And I started lowering them to 25 and then just half of them didn't sell. So I sold two out of the four that we dropped in the first two days after talking about it on stream for 30 minutes, like each day. It's been about 30 minutes talking about it just because people were curious or we were talking about NFTs in general. You know, we get distracted and only half of them sold. And so today I just made the decision. It was one of, it's just one of those things that weighs on you. You're like, man, I'm just screw it. I'm not going to do this. I'm not a good salesman, right? I'm not going to sit here and be like, right now the auction price is, uh, yeah. you know, that's, that wasn't the point of the cards to begin with. The point of the cards was to give people a way to yeah, celebrate the you, save. But anything, anything, whether it's sponsorships or anything like this, I think anything you do within that sort of category of, you know, somebody has to pay for something that we've created or something like that. I think it's always trying to create something of sort of value. And I think, you know, in a situation like that, where it's sort of not selling, it's like questioning, you know, where's the sort of value. And I think those, those NFTs, I think potentially are so sick. Like I, I do remember you telling me about, it and I remember thinking like, Oh, that's such a good idea. Um, cause I, I love the concept of the cards and all that, but I think it's, it is just tough because that barrier of entry there, like, as I say, I'm a tech person myself and I've been put off by many of sites that, require too much stuff to to just like for example like if if you're trying to bid on a card like i should just be able to make an account sign in whack my card on there and boom yeah or pay just for it. And I think anything more complicated it, than that yeah it's just it's just much right? much more complicated than that the site has its sure. own cryptocurrency that works and this they the the idea came about because this site had reached out to me too they're like it wasn't a sponsorship thing they're like hey if you ever want to do any nfts this is the contact for the guy that owns the site or not owns the site but basically you know can he you can reach out to him and whatever you need done he will get done in order to do whatever you want to do on the site right that sort of thing yeah. which is very helpful because you'd be like okay publish it at this time and do this and that 
and uh, it just didn't work. But I think all I think it's also important to acknowledge when you're wrong and not lean into that yeah. for the next two weeks. Like, I'm for just sure. gonna bite the bullet. Like I spent fifteen hundred dollars on these cool little animated cards, and I'm gonna do nothing with them other than look at them every once in a while and go, ah, Oriental Dragon. You know, and maybe I'll find yeah. something to do with them. I don't know, but I just. It's just one of those things where like, man, that was stupid. But it felt like a good idea at the time. So there's, it's always those irons in the fire somewhere that might work out and they might not. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of situations like that with the YouTube channel too, right? Like, how many videos have we made where we've messaged each other like, dude, banger, gonna absolutely bang, no doubt at all, and then it's like an eight, and it's like, what? Yeah. Like, what? This video is great. And again, it, <laughs> the same sort of concept, really, isn't it? Uh, it's It's... A trial and error and then the more sure, you sure. the more the, the more you do trial and error the more options you have when it comes to well i know this works and i know this works and i know this works and i know this works right mm -hmm. it's like i know people will watch me laugh at memes about football manager right i know people will watch save your saves and not only that it's a helpful thing to do right there, there's yeah. certain formula right like Anytime they announce a new feature for the game or an update happens to the game, if I sit there and explain what it is and tell you whether it's good or not, people are going to watch that. And yeah. that th there's just certain things that we, we figure out that work. And then other things that we try, which, you know, I, like the I remember one of the biggest leaps we took was uh, we did a video called The Worst National Team, and that mm -hmm. took seven months to blow up, blew up recently. I didn't even know if you knew this, by the way. You remember that video? I, I didn't know I did. Which? It, it, it's called the worst national team in the world. Like the video is just the worst national team in the world. And the worst national. It's uh, it ended up oh, Sri see, Lanka yeah. for those that are curious. But the video is fun. We just break down their history and who they played and why they're there. And it just is one of those things. Just the YouTube algorithm picked it up. It's like about a hundred thousand views. But yeah. when it dropped, it flopped. Like when I released so, the video, it was just, it just bombed. And I was like, oh, never doing that again. Okay. That sort of stuff. Well, for, for clarification here, so just because I've actually got it up here, first 180 days, it did 63,000, which is pretty, pretty, not too bad. But then it, it had like this huge jump up from after 180 days of being up, within then another 20 days, it's then gone up by what, 30,000? So it's, it took a huge jump, as I say, after 180 days, which is, as I say, it's a long time for the video to be up. And then, as you said, it's just been caught by the algorithm and threw up. Yeah, but nuts. Yeah, that's one of that was one of my first experiences with the idea of a delayed gratification on YouTube. Another one was mm -hmm. when we did the World Cup sim, like the World Cup yeah. simulation, and it, it you know, didn't do well out of the gate. But then all of a sudden, it just it kept going. Yeah, that's it's like it keeps getting five thousand views every, or so every yeah. two days. People just keep watching it, and that ended up doing a hundred and change, a hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand views on me just broadcasting the World Cup on streams. Like, okay, this is, and all of a sudden we found out that was a cool idea. But then we did one for the Asian Cup and nobody watched it. It's like, okay, so we're just going to do the World Cup. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, the Asia Cup one actually had a late boom as well. Uh, those tend to those tend to do that. But that's the trial yeah, and error think... process on YouTube. For people that are never behind the curtain on that sort of stuff, it really is a... You are doing a bunch of different things that you think are cool and that you would watch, and then some of them hit, and then you just try and give more people more of what they want and then balance that with, I'm also trying this new thing. Yeah, sure.
I think uh, a lot of people don't see sort of how much trial and error does actually go into a lot of the things. Like, for example, like I'd like to think that now we've got a strong enough idea of videos to the point where every video we release is gonna be is gonna be good, right? At least, at least good. And I think you know that comes from making loads of videos and tagging FM twenty one as FM twenty for a month and. <laughs> Hey. Or doing all those things that you learn from. That's, you know? <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah, when I'm on a talk show, we're, we're, we're sitting there and Ellen DeGeneres, or she's canceled now, I guess, for I don't know why I, yeah, I wasn't paying so. attention. But Oprah Winfrey's sitting there asking us, oh, you know, what was the dumbest thing you ever done? It's like, well, I did that. I tagged <laughs> FM21 videos as FM20 for a month and then was wondering why like the channel was like halting. Yeah, YouTube was convinced that you were trying to advertise last year's game is out now. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we're not going to show anyone that. <laughs> you blithering idiot. Oh. <laughs> I actually just finished watching Harry like... Potter. I just finished watching Harry Potter. Really? The... Well, not for the first time, but my roommate and I have set on a goal. We have... Um... Have you ever watched Friends? The show? Yeah. You have... Okay, there's an episode where Joey and Chandler have, like, tandem recliners yeah. and they like can't they can't leave them we have the tandem recliners and so awesome. we decided the best way to use them was to basically watch every major movie franchise we started with lord of the rings we did the extended cuts which let me tell wow. you those boys are long those are like four hour movies long long with the extended yeah. cuts, well, they show, there's, I mean, I don't know why they shot so many damn scenes. Like half the scenes in the extended cut, I was like, I've never seen this before. It's like watching new movies. Like people die in scenes that were cut from the movie. <laughs> like, characters die. It's, okay, whatever. Like Saruman, if you've ever watched the Lord of the Rings movies, I'm not the person that'll, that, that's going to judge you on that. The rest of the internet will. But Saruman's death was cut from the actual movies, but it was in the extended cuts, which I had never seen. Yeah, and yeah, that's, that's something less like I've edited or something, you know. I just cut everything, me. And there's a <laughs> Harry Potter store in New York that I visited, and so we went. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do Harry Potter next, and so that's eight movies. We finished that oh. last night. We finished. We watched the last one after getting through and through all of them. I'm guessing again that you obviously have watched them all before. You're just sort of refreshing the memory. Yeah, I'd only seen the last one, I think, twice before. So it's not like I had memorized every... You know, Lord of the Rings, I'd seen probably five or six times all the way through, but not the extended cuts. It, it, yeah. The Harry Potter, especially the last couple, I haven't seen a lot. I watched the first five, I think, in theaters. And then the, the six, seven, seven, I just... They're not familiar to me. I hadn't seen them yeah. until probably a couple of years ago for the first time. I didn't know how Harry I, Potter ended for years. <laughs> I think that's all almost there uh, for people who like I, I'm the sort of person like I, I love films I love TV shows but I'm not the sort of person where you know there's a lot of people who'd be like oh you remember do you remember that episode where this happened or this happened and I'm just like no like I really enjoyed the show it's like one of my favorite shows ever but I couldn't like recall small moments like that or whatever and I think the same thing with Harry Potter is uh you know I think pretty much every English person ever has watched at least the first two or three 20 30 times because it was just always on, like, it was always on, uh, like, national television, whatever, all the time. That was, like, the movie of choice always. So everyone's watched the first few. But I think, yeah, I've, uh, I don't even remember how it ends. I don't remember, I don't, I don't think I remember much about it at all, to be honest. And I'm the same with most major movie franchises. Like, 
I reckon I've definitely seen them all, but I couldn't tell you how most of them end. But I suppose that's a good thing because I can watch it again and I'll be like, no, I can't believe this has happened, even though I've already watched it, you know? <laughs> yeah. It makes the you imminently rewatchable. That's the only advantage to any sort of mental degeneration disease I've always thought is you can just keep watching the same show and you go, oh, really? <laughs> watch, watch the first five seasons of Game of Thrones on repeat and it will be amazing every time. And then just stop after that. That's that's the idea. But I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm about to rewatch soon. By the way, on the on the last point on that was um, Dexter. Have you ever seen Dexter? I've never seen Dexter. Oh, dude, I I loved Dexter so much the first time I watched it, and like I think it's been like ten years since it's finished. It was one of those shows almost similar to Game of Thrones, you know, where like everyone loved it, and then the way it ended, everyone's like, "What? Like no way! Like you can't do that!" And then eight years later, they're bringing it back as sort of like a sorry we'll try again <laughs> like but i'm super excited now because they're bringing it back as i say like 10 years after and that's one of my favorite all-time shows you really really it, 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 a tv show is like an airline flight it doesn't matter if you can't stick the landing that's yeah. what i've always or, or a movie 100%. franchise a single movie you, you can miss the landing and people will love it anyways in a movie franchise yeah. harry potter lord of the rings right you, you've got to stick the landing you have to stick it yeah and that's where Game of Thrones lost, I think. But just about as far off track as humanly possible from you know YouTube and Football Manager <laughs> and stuff. But that's that's where we belong. Yeah, you know, who needs a track when you can go off it, right? Yeah, we don't even have a track for this podcast, by the no. way. This is just the conversations that Reese and I would have <laughs> sitting in these in these chairs. So exactly. the move, I, think... I have. I was just going to say, so the move. Oh, I haven't had an opportunity to really talk to you about it. But Reese, for the record, moved into his I work in YouTube now pad before I did. <laughs> well, something like that. Yeah. I, so I, I reckon how long have I been here now? Believe it or not, I think I've probably been here about six months now. Um, I've got obviously my little puppy who's all grown up now, which is just nuts. But to be honest, I'm at that point now where everything feels quite normal. I'm settled and, you know, I'm able to get my like I'm, I'm able to do my work as normal and. You know, I'm just sort of working out the balance between a load of things. But you know what, dude? Like, it, it's nuts to me. I was actually talking about you today. Um, and again, this is a little off the whole moving thing, but it's, it's, again, similar. I was talking about the fact that, like, the difference between, like, huge businesses and, um, like, for example, what we do now. Like, I still find it baffling that I worked for a multi-million pound company who were like rejecting pay rise after pay rise after pay rise. And while working for that company, I would not have been able to afford to live here. And to clarify, I'm not living anywhere fancy. I'm living in a very average standard sort of uh, place uh, for someone of my age. It's nothing, nothing crazy. And uh, it's just crazy to me to think that like, I know what my bills are now. And while working for a multi-million pound law firm, I wouldn't have been able to live here. I wouldn't have been able to afford it. I wouldn't have been able to eat, sleep, nothing, none of that. But some dude from Florida pays me <laughs> enough on his own to do that. And I was saying, what that, like, this is when I was talking to somebody today. I was talking about the fact that, like, the loyalty that, that, like, because you put a lot of trust into me and forgetting the actual trust, the financial trust, right? Like, you took, you took risks, sort of like, I, I guess, paying me. And it's the same sort of thing with, when we were talking before about all the projects, right? Where you throw loads of money into projects because you believe that these could be, this could be, this could be a really cool thing for people, blah, blah. And I think that 
that's why that's why what you're doing works, man, because you like you make sure you look after everyone, you know, you're not trying to screw anyone over or nothing like that. And you've looked after me endless. And as I said, like there's nobody on the platform or within the world of work that I do that could say to me, like, hey, what's it gonna take to take you away from Zealand or whatever? <laughs> so I, that, would nobody, start, that would it's... start a bidding war. I'd be like, well I can move to a smaller apartment and we're gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, But again, dude, it's like it wouldn't even it wouldn't even need to again because at the end of the day if a multi million pound law firm couldn't give me like a thousand pound pay rise from minimum wage or whatever. But you were like, listen, I know what you're worth. I know what it's worth to the Zealand business or whatever. And and you were right, you know, and it's it's one of those. I think it's uh, it's a really random sort of topic to jump onto. But I, I found it so interesting talking to a friend about it. The fact that, you know, you on your own have started this like whole thing now. And as I say, you've got people like Gadget and Tom and Ayol and all of these people. Like you've got Tom, who's an animator, who's like now got a career in animation in something super unique, right? And he's absolutely killing it with with his scenes and we're having obviously a lot of fun working together and stuff like that and that's just that's an animator who you know when you when you leave creative school of any sort it can be really difficult right and uh that's always difficult in that line of work because you can't just jump right into the corporate world and go this is what i'm doing no and that's it it's it's the fact that like we're able to like I, i i love my job i think i have uh I think everyone has their ups and downs and, and all that sort of thing. But I think the fact that I'm able to do what I love and you give me a lot of creative freedom too, not just with myself, but with the team, obviously, um, in that. And again, for example, with Tom, like you, you'd, for example, just say, hey, see if you can get Tom to do something for this and you'll let me and Tom go work on it. And you, you have a lot of trust in your team, right? I think that's really, really important for your success is that you know who you've hired, you know what everyone's capable of and you know that everyone's willing to work hard. And I think that's been a big part of the success is the trust that you've had in uh, in the team. And I think hopefully that's showing in the content too, right? I've always thought of that. That's the way I thought about it was setting up processes, mm-hmm. right? So it's I, I'm setting up systems that can function without me being there because then I end up with more yeah. free time and then I start obsessively working on something else because I can't just sit there yeah. and not work on something. And so... Uh, that's I knew I needed to set you up before I went to school because there's no way I could have I, I you know I barely got through school as it was let alone having to edit the videos so it's like all right mm-hmm. uh it it's interesting because there's two halves of the brain here there's one half that is the I'm setting up processes I'm setting up a team I'm setting up a workflow that allows me to i finish my stream i do this this and this and then the things will come back to me and then when i sit down before i go to bed i publish whatever videos i'm going to publish that day and then i go to sleep uh the other half of that is you're actually the only employee i've ever negotiated with on salary or employee Mm -hmm. i guess I, i don't even know that's not the right term no, yeah, legally i suppose it's accurate enough, but right? no no it's it's more like contract or like it, the mm-hmm. actual term is contractor because now i am you know i made an llc for the business and like have a like you know taxes and stuff yeah. and i i have always just thrown money at people not not in a bad way yeah, not yeah. in an uneducated way but in a way that surprises people, because the way that you were onboarded was actually very similar to the way that like Gadget was onboarded, where he sent me 
a stream edit, right? He, I sent him a stream and he sent it back. Edited down. And I basically just went, when can you start? I'll pay you $1,000 a month. And he was just, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I will. Like, when, like, I will pay you $1,000 a month. When can you start? What's your life situation? Let's get on a call uh, and talk about it. You know, what would I need to pay you for you to be comfortable? That sort of stuff. And with I all, mm -hmm. it's the same way. So, hey, okay, you're doing this. I'll pay you 500 then 1,000, then you know, 1,500. And then I start sending gadgets to another video. I don't even tell him. I just send him an extra 500 bucks every month. Yeah. And he just, he just goes, did you actually type in the wrong amount? I'm like, no. Was, and I used, I used to do that with you, where it was, depending on how hard I thought you worked, I'd just pay you more money. Like, <laughs> you remember that? Just throw an extra couple hundred bucks yeah. on there. Well, that's it. It was so weird because obviously mine's always fluctuating anyway um, because of the conversion or whatever. But I think it is sometimes, it was funny. Like I'd be looking, I'd be like, hold on a minute. That's not right. <laughs> like, yeah, unless you're like, dude, you just be higher. The right no, I, you're like, yeah, it's sound, dude. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I know it's, it's one of those things where you, you could never standardize the way that our business operates right you could never mm -hmm. standardize it because it's all dependent on essentially me just being built mentally the way that i am that that's just something 100%. that i want to that i want to do and just adding extra money to to different things giving people pay raises that they don't ask for all the time uh and then of course you know you negotiated up to the the king editor of the you know, the head of the editorial department is what i will I dub you, I think now I'll officially. Take I'll take that. Yeah, because I what what will happen now, and this is part of the exercise of me trying to free up my time so that I can then occupy it with some other you know NFT thing that fails. I uh, that is the is somebody well I have this edit question. I'm like, okay, send it to Reese, right? Yeah. Like, go talk to Reese about it. I trust him as an editor more than I trust myself. Have for probably two years now. Because it was at first because I'd been editing for a while that I was. Well, uh, the, tr the truth is, to clarify, when we when I first started, there was no difference between me and you, other than I had time and you didn't. That was the only difference, really. You knew how to edit, I knew how to edit. We had very similar visions, but at the start, you were, if anything, probably a better editor than me, right? It was the time. Well, I'd spent more time. Sort of I, 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 I was never as creative or determined to figure out how to do it, but I'd spent mm -hmm. more time editing because yeah. you know i'd spent a year and a half editing my own youtube videos getting a feel trying you know adding a few new things Absolutely, in there yeah uh, but then I, I think what made you particularly special was not only did you set the blueprint for the type of person that i want to hire right because that was my first experience of building the team right that was my first experience of that was and then i realized that every decision i'd made to bring you in was the right decision like the way that i handled that is okay do this mm -hmm. you know, practice thing let me see something i you never i always tell people that ask me well how do you get an editor i'm like okay you never want to hire I, you can if you want to but i feel like that it's such a personal thing you want to have a personal connection so you never want to hire an editor and I'm, I hate to say this because I don't want to knock the grind and mad respect to people who edit for like four or five people and that's their rate for this many hours of footage and whatever. Mm -hmm. I just am not into hiring people like that because you get emails and stuff. Hey, man, if you need an editor, these are my rates. I edit for these people. You know, I love yeah. to grind. You were you were just like, hey, I want to do this. 
Yeah, well, and you didn't you didn't dude, ask for any money, and I was like, I'll pay you. <laughs> but you've, you've got to, you've got to understand, and again, I think this is something we've talked about a few times, but it's super super important to get this across that there's a very very like there's a very clear difference, and this is from your perspective and from my perspective, is that when I when I spoke to you, I just really wanted to be involved in a project. I wanted to fall in love with like an actual project and try and build something. And I wasn't really somebody who wanted to be the face of it. I didn't really care about, like, you know me, dude, like the amount of times you've tried to get me to show my face in a video or something like that for a joke. And I've like tricked my way out of it or something. Cause again, like I have no intentions on trying to be the face of something. I like being the support. I like, I like being there and helping sort of in the background and stuff like that without the sort of the pressures of being the face of it and stuff. And I think my point is I wanted to be a part of a project. I wanted to grow with somebody, help somebody grow. And I wanted to do it for fun. I didn't even think about the money. I didn't even think there was a potential career path here. I just wanted to do it, right? Whereas you've got the other people who are, how can I use this to benefit me? How can I make loads of money off this? And that's, that's also okay. Again, I'm not knocking that. You make your money, you know, do your thing. But I think the big difference is, is that it's had that natural growth for us where I feel like there's been some times where we've spoke about maybe like a pay rise or whatever, and it's not felt awkward or anything because I've worked hard without the expectation and vice versa, right? It's like, I genuinely am part of this team. Um, you know, now I've got bills to pay and all that sort of thing. So there is some base expectations and stuff like that. But realistically, the whole point of this is I, I love the growth. Like, dude, we've been working together since like, there was basically like no money uh, and now we're just it, growing and growing actually, and there's a love a year, of that, right? year and a half. By the way, I just did the math in my head. It's a year and a half. What a year! Yeah, so it was it was uh, February twenty twenty twenty. Well, yeah, I I think of March. I think the first video you edited came out in March, mm -hmm. but we started talking in February of twenty twenty, um, which would be a year. Do you know how many videos I've done? <laughs> ne nearly two hundred now, which doesn't seem like as much considering how how long um, like we have worked together but considering the fact that we were only doing what was it two a week to start off with for a good few months and then we went to three and then we went to three which was down. i i love pain because i we started making three videos the week i started school the week i started yeah. graduate school we started dropping three videos a week instead <laughs> of two i have no idea why and to also clarify it it's also really important that you know when we talk about three videos we're not talking about like three sort of like standard videos there's a lot more that goes into what we do than it can sometimes be seen on the other end like i i sometimes watch some of our videos back and it frustrates me at how simple a lot of it looks because we do a good job right that's that's the sign of us doing a good job is that you look at a 12 minute video and you don't notice all the the great things that has gone into it mm -hmm. because everything's just so smooth and simple and it all goes through or whatever sometimes you look at a 12 minute video and think we spent 20 hours on you like between you doing your research recording giving it to the editing team and then we spend 10 12 sometimes 15 hours whatever editing this video and then it comes out to this 12 minute video and then some dude called whatever funny guy 69 is like Haha, terrible video <laughs> like, yeah you know <laughs> to like, the bottom like dude you have no <laughs> idea <laughs> he left the webcam circle up for an extra second this dude sucks those were the old days when you would be up at like five in the morning and i would have got out of class and where i'm sitting there we're sending edits back and forth and it's on some video yeah. that uh, that doesn't do well. You're like, oh, this is so <laughs> stupid. You literally stay up right through the night. Like the yeah. video's out at nine. We're still talking at eight a.m. This is 
send out and then little oh, yeah, like, no, terrible I'm, video. <laughs> I, multiple times I would be sprinting through <laughs> typing the description and make a couple of typos just so that I the yeah. video was out by 4:30 a.m. Eastern time because I'd be up right before you know, I'd be typing it out at 4:25. I'm typing yeah, the description yeah. for the video and getting it lined up with the, the thumbnail and everything. Oh, it's crazy. Well, but that, it's set I do want to say. Mm, yeah, you go. I was just going to say, I do want to say like a big shout out to the whole team that obviously I work with because obviously a lot of the time it's just me who, and I know we have just started the podcast again, but a lot of time it's just me that jumps on. And I, I would just like to say like, it's an absolute pleasure working with the whole team. As I say, you've done a great job of bringing together a group of people. Like you've got Gadget, as I say, who just nails out those streams, uh, edits. And again, nobody has any idea. Like, he it's almost daily just like rocking out a three-hour stream into a 30-minute episode again isle which that again is... is just an absolute every man <laughs> yeah, yeah. does everything uh, what gadget does is so hard to do with it's it a very specific the streams. set of skills it's a right? very yeah i remember i i gave one to isle it took him like yeah. a month to do it yeah, it was for it was for the video where yeah I played viewers at FM and it doesn't go well or whatever. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite thumbnail I've ever sent out. It was the perfect <laughs> the packaging of that video is I've never packaged a better video than that. And when I say packaging, I mean title, thumbnail, description. That thing was that was just YouTube to the core, and it did pretty well. Which is one of those things. This should be one of the best videos I've ever made, but it's just not. And yeah. it took Isle a month to edit that stream down with a narrative and everything and gadget yeah. flips five a week out. Well, that, that's it's it just... people people don't it, it the editing is a very broad thing right like i'm a i'm a content editor that's where i'm strong i'm very strong with you giving me the content and me turning all these different moving parts into one cohesive story right that's that's where i'm strong um i also am i'm, I'm able to do stream edits and stuff but i don't feel like i'm as good at it Whereas you've got Gadget who just has this knack for just chop, 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 put it all together. And then all of a sudden it's like, how has that turned out to be a cohesive video? And you like, feel, you, you could follow it. You know what, the, you know what's yeah, ex- happening. Exactly. Yeah. But again, we have, we have such a range of skills on the team now that we can pretty much do anything. As I say, I, like Isle is an everyman. Like he's, I, I speak to Isle probably the most out of everyone because Isle's a sort of guy who I can, you know, we, we can directly talk about the standard work. Like, hey, have you got this edit? You know, how are you getting on with this? And maybe you'll show me something. While at the same time, I could be like, hey, Ayo, my toast is broke. Any idea? And he'd be like, yeah, so if you actually just blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he just seems to have the answer for everything. He's just nuts. And then, as I say, Tom, who uh, a recent addition to the team, who, again, I've been working with a lot l- lately, is it's an absolute pleasure because we're, we're currently still trying to find our workflow as, as I'm sure oh, I've just absolutely punched myself in the head. I'm not sure if you heard that, but oh, I I'm did. alive, so we're all good. Um, anyway, uh, Tom, as I say, he's, we're trying to work out a workflow right now because the thing is bringing an animator onto a YouTube team with the turnaround times that we have of usually like a day or two, you know, uh, it's always an interesting challenge, but what we're doing is we're finding a lovely balance right now. And I'm hoping that anybody listening, um, they will start to see over the next few months as we find that perfect balance, a lot more natural animations within videos that you know, feel natural and are just sort of like thrown in there and stuff. And as I say, Tom's super, super, super talented. And I think the more we have him on the team, I think we're going to really come up with great ways to make the Zealand videos hella unique, for lack of a better uh, describer. <laughs> They're definitely unique. Yeah, that's one of the, I took the inspiration from Tifo. And I mm-hmm. literally said on a stream, I went, oh, you know, I, what I want to do at some point is be able to animate stuff like Tifo does. And Tom sent me a message right after the stream. 
set me yeah. he, he made an example same same format you want to work for me this is this, <laughs> this is the format uh -huh. Just yeah so of your would, own accord, clarify what what do you say clarify um to to get money off zealand send him a dm with something and say hey look what i can do and he'll just throw money at you, guaranteed. Basically, yeah, that that's the that's the whole secret. <laughs> Don't so do he, that. The, Don't do that. He created a he created a an animated twenty second thing off of something I said, and I just I went, when can you start? Like uh, this is fantastic. <laughs> but that's the that's the key. Is this what every one of them had did except for Ayal, who was modding for the Twitch for like a year? Yeah. And then I, I was oh I need a stream editor, and Ayal went I can do it. I was okay. And then it, very quickly that became just, he's the other editor on the YouTube channel. He edits half the videos, oh. you know? Yeah, I've seen he, he, had the, he had the sort of mindset for it. As I say, I always got one of those mindsets. That's like when he thinks about something or if he has an idea, it's just got to, it's like, it's got to happen, right? It's, he'll see it through. And that's why I knew he had that like sort of thing. And when we started working together and like the, the editor, editor, editor he is now is just nuts. It blows my mind. He's, he's come so, so far. From I remember like he was at say editing a video and it would be like forty minutes of footage and his end product would be like thirty five minutes or something and I'm just like uh, you do know this is meant to be a twelve minute video or something and he'd be like no 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 I like all these bits and stuff like that and now he's just his his ability has just come so so far and it's literally mind blowing how quick it is but yeah I've got a hell of a team anyway I just wanted to make sure they all got a shout out because the boys are. And Elizak. Um, Elizak doesn't unreal. speak English, but he makes the thumbnails. Elizak, he he won't be able to hear this, but does a great job with the, the yeah, thumbnails. I was, I was gonna say, a hopefully, huge uh, step up from when I used to make them. So, for sure, and hopefully, I get a little bit of leeway there because he's not directly on my team. He's more on uh, your side. Yeah, nobody, nobody else has ever communicated much. with him. Maybe I'm just making him no. up. Maybe he doesn't actually exist. Maybe it's he's... you. Have you just got really good at graphic design? <laughs> that, was, that was my alter ego. Uh, yeah, it's like Clive, Elizak. <laughs> yeah, Elizak. So yeah, yeah, I might. Every Tuesday, you jump on Fiverr and do a bit of uh, graphic design. Yeah. And that. <laughs> that's that's what's going on. All right, I think we've we've talked long enough for this week, uh, Reese. I think we could save save the rest for later. Uh, but yeah, certainly, yeah. maybe the necessary catch up. And I know what you're thinking. You're listening to this right now. You're like, "Wow, they didn't even talk about moving in." Guess what? We'll talk about that next week <laughs> because yes, the team will. expanded, and that was probably the biggest <laughs> thing we needed to talk about is this expansion of the team.